And I'm just about to share the first reading. Sorry about this. There we go. So the second of a series on the, on the 12 concepts. Concept two, the Alanon family groups have delegated complete administrative and operational authority to their conference and its service arms. Our wise founders were aware of our tendency to take on too much, too fast, and to hold on too tightly for too long. Therefore, just as concept one reminds us we have responsibilities, concept two reiterates that we're not alone. We no longer have to try to do everything by ourselves. We learn that we can cooperate with others and delegate certain responsibilities while still remaining ultimately responsible. As a broad example, it is our own responsibility that we do not starve to death, but that does not mean we have to prepare every bite of food ourselves. One of the ways we learn healthy examples of delegating responsibility and authority is through what in Al-Anon is known as the links of service. By a democratic process, the group selects a group representative. The group representatives in a district choose their district representative, and the group representatives elect a delegate who represents all of the groups in their area at the annual World Service Conference. Each delegate at the World Service Conference draws guidance from tradition too. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. When the World Service Conference convenes every spring, the attending delegates represent the groups in all areas throughout the United States, Canada, Bermuda and Puerto Rico. The World Service Conference constitutes Al-Anon's largest group conscience. As individuals, all conference members strive to apply the principles of Tradition 1. Our common welfare should come first. Personal progress for the greatest number depends upon unity. In a spirit of service to the groups, they represent. In the spirit of service to the groups they represent, and out of a desire to maintain unity of Al-Anon worldwide, the delegates share responsibility with the board of trustees and administrative members of the World Service Office staff in order to direct Al-Anon's resources for the coming year. Without complete administrative and operational authority delegated by the groups, the World Service Conference would be unable to guide the business of Alamon. And hopefully I'll be able to make something of that which is of use to either man or beast during the course of the day. Just give me a moment to look at that God is ex successfully expelling the cold from me. So how's that from affirmation? Um, right, I am literally rolling up my sleeves off. Um, I'm going to talk about con should it, um, concept two formally, and then I'm going to talk about application. So, uh, and I'm just going to talk about the Al-Anon uh, concept two, rather than pulling in any of the AA stuff, or big book stuff, because there isn't really any uh, big book stuff at any rate. Um, and the concepts, the structure is different in Alamon. There are a couple of differences. So the idea behind concept two is 
uh, if if Al-Anon members who are scattered all over the world, all over the country, decide we'd like another book. And, you know, they've thought that because, boy, are there a lot of Al-Anon books. So, you know, this thought must have been had on a very regular basis. We need we haven't got enough books. We need more books. Lack of books is our problem. So they say, right, we need another book. What are we going to do? Obviously, you can't sit there in Budley Saltonton or Puerto Rico and write your book. You've got to come together as a fellowship to do it. And so you need uh, two elements. You need a decision-making structure and you need a, an implementation structure. The decision-making structure is the districts and then below that, the areas, and then below that, the regions, and below that, the service conference. And that is where the big decisions get made. And once a decision has been made, let's say to write um, one, one day at a time in Alamon 7, or whichever one we're on, um, uh, it gets handed over to the board of trustees, uh, and various committees and, and, and so on to actually do the, the writing of the literature. And the same principle applies with any endeavour that cannot be done at group level, that must be done below group level. So all well and good. But where it starts, this process of delegation, where it starts is the groups and the groups elect a GSR. Now, it's very interesting in that reading what it said was, we'll, we elect the, the, the group service representative, um, uh, the general service representative rather, uh, uh, democratically. It's not quite the case. It's a little known fact that Al-Anon has two tiers of membership. It all doesn't look like we do. It doesn't, it doesn't get mentioned in meetings, but there are two tiers of membership. There are, uh, as it were, pure Al-Anons, who are just Al-Anon, and maybe you're allowed to be a member of, you know, SLAR or CODE or anything else, but Al-Anon's not concerned with that. But the second tier of membership is, is Al-Anon's who are also members of AA. And if you're a member of AA, you're not, that, that there is a fear that if you get into the service structure, you will subvert or undermine Al-Anon's uh, purposes, that, that AAs in Al-Anon are treated as a, and this is in this is in the service manual, as treated as they use the word fifth column, essentially treated as a fifth column. They use the term conflict of interests. In other words, alcoholics in AA in Al-Anon are not trusted um, to keep any AA interests outside and are presumed to be pursuing AA interests within the Al-Anon service structure. So they're prohibited from taking part in the service structure. So it's sort of democratic, but um, if you pass the purity test, you're allowed to be an, you're allowed to be a, a group representative. But if you're if if you've had an admixture of alcoholism, then then you can sit quietly and share. <laughs> but that's enough. But you can make the tea. Uh, that's what you can do. You can make the tea. Um, but apart from that, it's broadly it's broadly uh, democratic. Uh, I think flowing from that is the idea that the uh, because anyone in the service structure is necessarily not an AA member, but there are lots of AA members who are also members of Al-Anon, um, that, that I think the suggestion is to be mindful of that, to recognise that there is a, that the 
membership of Al-Anon is broader than those who are in the service structure. They're representing a far broader constituency. Um, on the spiritual side, I think it's a, it, the, the concepts, I find them incredibly useful, incredibly interesting. Um, the idea of, of the, the wisdom of Al-Anon resides in the conscience of its individual members and each of those members uh, in their relationship with a higher power. And those individual bits of consciousness, certainly in the material world, are separated in the physical brain, apparently in the physical brains of all these different Al-Anon in all these different places. And to do, but to do anything, it's no good that wisdom and understanding and insight and power being there. It must, it must have a vessel to come together. And there's, I think there's a parallel between the way individual, you know, I, I couldn't handle alcoholics in my life, sitting in my room, thinking about it on my own. I have to come to Alamon to be sensitized to where I'm going wrong in my relationships with alcoholics and to fix that and to learn to stay inside my hula hoop. So I need to come to meetings for that. And coming to meetings, they're more, the meeting is more than the sum of its parts. Um, the meeting without the individual consciousness is nothing, it's just people complaining. But if there's real consciousness within the individuals and those individuals are connected to God, then the whole thing comes alive. The consciousness without the meeting is nothing. It can't do anything until there is a meeting which allows something to flow. Um, and that flowing process, I heard a speaker once say about speaking for, you know, from the podium at events. And he's saying, if there's no one catching, you can't pitch. And I think it's like that in meetings. The fact that there are people who are willing to engage on the listening side, like really willing to engage on the listening side, not just quietly waiting their turn to speak as I often do. The fact of that seems to bring out the wisdom from the other people in the room. It seems to activate the other people as a channel. As soon as there is active listening, the speaking becomes active and the chain is created from the higher power. And I think it's like that in Al-Anon as a whole, that the groups are completely impotent um, as they are. They can't do it. They can, well, they, in terms of their own affairs, they can do things. But in terms of the fellowship as a whole, the fellowship as a whole is completely impotent. And what's extraordinary is when the, the, the group representatives come together and form the districts and the areas and the regions and the conflict, in a sense, nothing new has been created because those are the same people that were sitting there in the individual Al-Anon rooms, but they come together in a different way and the power is released. Um, in my experience of the steps, I, I go through the steps once a quarter just as a precaution and each quarter I'm horrified. Um, but very soon relieved because change automatically happens and i was at a uh, another meeting a few days ago where the, the topic was the quarterly reviews very interesting and the room divided into i i felt so sorry for 
the people. The room divided into people who were doing quarterly reviews and the ones that didn't or weren't doing quarterly reviews. I think the latter category felt a little bit awkward, as slightly on the defensive about the, the question. Um, uh, the, the, the people who are saved from having to think about it, people on their first trip through the steps or currently on a major trip through the steps. But what's the point? Um, that's it. So one could assert that, you know, one can continue to live in steps 10, 11 and 12 and be just as far ahead. If you did steps 10, 11 and 12 properly, you would uh, have a perfect program. Um, but I think there are two answers to that. Once I heard a speaker say, it is true in a sense, if one did 10, 11 and 12 perfectly, one wouldn't need to go and do um, the first nine steps again. But um, uh, the, the, the chap in question quoted the big book, page 60, whatever it is, but, but none of us are saints. Uh, we don't maintain anything like perfection in our adherence to these principles. So. Yes, 10, 11, 12 would be wonderful if one did them perfectly, except one doesn't. And the fact that one doesn't, I certainly don't, um, it leaves a residue and that residue needs to be mopped up. But what I was going to say, the reason this is, this is connected to concepts one and two is sitting on my own, doing my little step, step tens during the day and the step 11 review at night even if i'm sharing it with another with one other person i'm only sharing part of me at a time i'm not sharing the whole thing whatever part of me i'm sharing the other parts are remaining concealed and that's the problem uh when i reveal the whole story show for someone else in a step five another human being their only qualification is that they be a human being. And as Tom says, uh, not every sponsor counts. Um, uh, if they're, if they're, <laughs> some of you know what I mean. Um, the, the, the point is that it's not about knowledge. Uh, the steps are not about intellectual understanding. They're about coming together with other people and then something gets released. And the three steps where there is real release are five, nine, and 12. And those are the three steps which involve coming together with other people. There's a little bit of coming together in 10 and 11, but it's not the chief activity of those steps. The chief activity of those steps is private. Five is public, nine is public, 12 is public. You're engaging with other people. And that's what activates the power. A couple of other points. Um, the whole of the structure of the concepts is a cascade down from the higher power to the individual doing the work. So someone correcting commas in a proof of the latest Al-Anon textbook um, is acting under the under the guidance of God, but it's indirect. It flows through the individual members, this the election of the group representative, the district, the area, the region, the conference, the board of trustees, the literature committee, the other committees involved, and then you know it's Susan or Sally or Bobby who ends up correcting the commas in the proof. 
but there's a chain going all the way up. And when I'm in my right mind, in any situation, uh, I'm part of a chain of delegation going up to my higher power. Now, sometimes the, the direction is direct. Sometimes it comes via other people, via the literature, via all sorts of things. But the whole restoration to sanity is in, in step one, what I recognize in Alamon is that I put myself in charge, in direct charge of, of other people, uh, either for their own sake or for my sake. When it's for their sake, it's still for my sake because I've got a plan for their sake. But nonetheless, you get the point. Sometimes that the 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 substantive purpose is for them to get well. Sometimes the substantive purpose is for them to stay the hell out of my way. Um, but either way, it's about my plan. Sanity is recognizing I'm here only on behalf of who sent me, which is the higher power. And so I think tradition two uh, mirrors. Uh, concept two mirrors tradition two and mirrors step two. Step two is about the restoration to sanity, which is I'm here as a servant of the higher power. Tradition two is about the higher power speaking through the group conscience, same idea, rather than the individual conscience, the group conscience. And then concept two, speaking through the conscience of the whole fellowship. And when I take up my proper place in the scheme of things, then I'm absolutely fine. I'm going to stop there. Give me a moment to stop the recording. <laughs>